0: On today's episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about wounded messages for each Enneagram type. All right. Happy Thursday, everyone. I've been a little hesitant to do this one because this could come off as really heavy. Um, It is a heavy episode and it really um, takes some time for you to kind of assess yourself and assess some of these messages that you were either told as a child or that you believed as a child. Because often I, I truly think our parents were trying their best right like they were doing the best that they knew how to do and so we are doing the exact same thing um when we become parents as we are sitting there and going oh my goodness like as I look at my type seven son I'm like oh my gosh these wounded messages are hard and I'm like I've never specifically said these things to my child but somewhere along the way he began to believe it right same with you. You might not have like heard these messages, but internally you either think you heard them or you think that a situation happened that led you to believe um, that these messages are who you are and to be the best you can be. So this might be kind of a heavy episode, but I also think it's important for that self-awareness to understand how you were created in the Enneagram that you are and to learn to overcome something we can't overcome it unless we know what created it in the first place. So here we go on to wounded messages of each Enneagram type. So type ones, somewhere along the way, you truly believed it was not okay to make mistakes that perfectionism is actually what creates you to be your best self. You believed that someone told you you had to get the details right, um, that it wasn't a safe place to feel like you could open up and be vulnerable to others. In fact, you need to either compliment them or praise them. But often you could not be your truest self because your truest self is sometimes very critical. So either you had a parent that was very critical of everything you did, or you believe your parent was very critical of everything you did. So you have that internal feeling that if it's not perfect, it's not enough. In fact, you also need to follow the rules. Um, The rules are very, very important. From a young age, you've been taught that rules are what keep you focused and keep everyone on the right track. So not only do you need to follow the rules, but you feel the need to enforce the rules for everyone around you. And one of the deepest things for you is you need to protect yourself by constantly improving. You're never enough as you are right now. You have to improve yourself. So I want to say whatever your wounded message is, which I would love it if you I'm going to post these on Instagram, if you would just comment under yours, um, what your wounded messages are, what you believed or believe, um, that these are things that are not true. Okay. This is as Brene Brown says, the story you are telling yourself. So you are telling yourself that no one will love you if you make a mistake. If it's not perfect, it's not enough. These are the stories you're telling yourself. So for you to heal this wounded message and the inner child in you, I know that sounds super hippy dippy. um, But for you to start healing that you have to accept that you have them there, right? The first, the first step is to accept that you have a problem. Um, So you're going to take these messages and write them out and truly think about them. And one of the things I want you to do is I want you to write them out, thinking about them as if you were saying them to your own child. Okay. So imagine like your own child and you're sitting there saying them to yourself, okay, it's not okay for you to make mistakes. No, that's that's not okay. You wouldn't say that to your child. What would you say to your child? It's okay. Mistakes are part of life. They're going to happen. So these messages, write them out, and you're going to kind of write out the opposite. It's okay to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. It's okay if the details are not perfect. The world's not a perfect place. You're still loved if you're vulnerable, and it's okay to open up to people. Write these opposite emotions and these opposite feelings you want to have. So Enneagram ones, you can heal from this perfectionism and the desire to not be vulnerable. Enneagram twos, somewhere along the way, you were given some wounded message messages, whether they're actual messages or not, um, that you must earn love by taking care of others. It's extremely selfish when you take care of yourself. You have to focus on other people and you protect yourself by not actually understanding your feelings because if you feel too deeply or want things for yourself, then you again are selfish. So you have to protect yourself and just not understand how you feel and just understand how other feel others feel around you. You're not allowed to have boundaries. Boundaries are bad. And in fact, boundaries are really good and healthy for you when put in a good place. And it's not okay to have your own needs. Why Why have your own needs when you could take care of other people and feel loved in return? And you have to be helpful to be of worth. Only You are only of worth while you're helping others. So the same with the Enneagram one, I want you to take these and imagine you are saying these things to a small child, okay? These thoughts come to your head and it goes, it's selfish to take care of yourself, You never say that to your cute little five-year-old child. (laughs) You're being selfish because you want to take care of yourself. You're being selfish by feeling this way. So write out what you would say instead. And Enneagram 2 is you can heal. You can heal from this need to take care of other people. You can set healthy boundaries. And in fact, it's important to see that you can. You can become what you want to become and help others along the way. Enneagram threes. So somewhere along the way, you were told it's not okay to have your own feelings and your identity. You are often told you are too much and you feel too much. You are loved because of what you do. It's not safe to be authentic in this world and you have to be successful and you're not allowed to have fun to be successful. You must be the best to be worthy of love. And you have to protect yourself by hiding your flaws. Success is a big message for Enneagram 3s. And it's not okay for an Enneagram 3 to not be successful. They need it. They need it to feel loved. You're only as good as what you're giving out to other people. And this is the same message that almost everyone's giving. Take a minute to assess yourself and assess would you say this to a small child? Would you look at look at them and say you're not allowed to feel your feelings. You're not allowed to be who you are. It's not okay to feel the way you do. You are not anything if you're not successful. So when these emotions come to your head, I want you to think as though you were saying it to a small child. I want you to really look at it and go, okay, what would I stay and say instead? You need to have some self care with yourself. And often, when I say, "Oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I didn't succeed at this," I will have a moment where I'll look at myself and go, "But what did I learn from this? What did I learn?" There's no such thing as failure. There's only such thing as moving forward and learning. Enneagram fours. Somewhere along the way, it was told you were told it's not okay to be too functional or too happy. People might leave you. If you're ordinary, it's not enough. You are too intense and overwhelming. You don't belong. You need to protect yourself by disappearing. In fact, I was just watching um, Grey's Anatomy and Meredith Grey, she's a four wing three, um, but her mom that is suffering from Alzheimer tell her like, I did not make you to be ordinary. I thought you were going to be extraordinary and you are just ordinary. And it's very interesting because that is something that an Enneagram 4 struggles with. And also that she believes that everyone is going to leave her. Um, That is a very big struggle for an Enneagram 4. So just like with the other Enneagram types, when these feelings come to you, imagine saying them to a small child. You don't belong. People will always leave you. You're too intense and you're overwhelming. These aren't things you would say. Accept yourself, accept the unique person, the beautiful person you are, and you are always more than ordinary. Enneagram fives. Somewhere along the way, you were told it's not okay to be comfortable in the world. Comfort is not a thing in a type fives vocabulary. You can't feel your emotions. It's not safe to be open. You are awkward. Protect yourself by knowing as much as possible, and you can only trust yourself not to rely on other people. So this is where that extreme independence comes from of a type five it's not okay to be comfortable. It's a, You have to be awkward. You have to not feel your emotions or think too hard when you're around people because if you're opening up yourself, it's not a safe place to be. So think about saying this to a beautiful little child. It's not okay to be open. You are awkward. And how would you actually talk to them? It's okay to feel your emotions. It's okay to feel awkward. In fact, more people I'm knowing and knowing and knowing, they feel awkward. They just can hide it. (laughs) Um, It's Everyone feels uncomfortable at times. And it's okay to find your place and to have knowledge be your resource. Enneagram sixes. Somewhere along the way, you were told it's not okay to trust yourself. If it's going right, it's going to fall apart. It's not safe to be without a plan. You need to question everything. People want to take advantage of you, and you need to protect yourself by overthinking and overanalyzing. So when you think about those movies where everything's going right, and the situation is just perfect, and then they get into a car crash, or then something horrific happens, that is like what the media is setting us up for, right? It's teaching us that happiness doesn't just come, something bad's always around the corner. And somewhere along the way, you've been taught that. You've been taught that there's something bad lurking just right around the corner. So again, take yourself. Imagine you are saying this to a small child. It's not okay to trust yourself. You need to get opinions from other people because you aren't trustworthy. You are trustworthy. You can trust yourself. It's okay that you do question things and you wonder about things, but you don't need to question everything. And there are people who love you and don't want to take advantage of you. So as you begin to heal this inner six in you, this little child, you will find that you will trust yourself more easily. So Enneagram sevens, somewhere along the way, you were were told that you can't commit to things because something else will come along. It's not okay to depend on anyone for anything. It's not safe to feel sadness. You have to make everyone happy around you. And don't worry. Just look at the happy side of things. Forget all the negative in the world. Protect yourself by laughing it off. So, Even though those sound amazing and a lot of other Enneagram types would be like, oh, I want to do that so bad. That sounds so much better. It actually is very unhealthy because as a seven, you want to avoid things. You want to avoid things that are going to to bring you sadness or unhappiness or unpleasant thoughts. And so often sevens, if they've struggled with something, they will re think and reimagine how things went. They can literally like make up a whole new story of what happened. And that's okay. That's okay. That's part of the process of them healing from their wounds. But I want you as a seven to look at a small child. And as you have these thoughts come, I need to make everyone around me happy. Do you? Do you? Would you make a five-year-old make everyone happy around them? No, you would never expect that. So it's not safe to feel sadness. It's okay. And that's why I love the movie. Um, It's only because I'm trying to think of it. I can't think of it. The one with joy and sadness. And I'm sure you're all sitting there going, yeah, I know exactly what movie you're talking about. Anyways, but like that you learn that sadness is actually essential to us being well-rounded humans. So sadness is important. If you think about it, joy is totally an Enneagram 7. Enneagram eight. Somewhere along the way, you're told it's not okay to be vulnerable or to trust anyone. It's not safe to be open. You have to stand up for yourself because no one else will. You have to protect those that you love or else they will get hurt. People are out to get you and the world is not a safe place for the weak. So you had to grow up being the strong one. You don't want to look weak. You don't want to look like you're a failure or you don't want to open up to people very easily because the world's not safe. Why would you open up to people that could hurt you? As you are learning and trusting yourself, you've learned that there are people you can be vulnerable with. It's okay to trust people and it's okay to take a long time to trust people. So as you are assessing this and thinking about this, think as though you were talking to a small child. Are people out to get you? Are they really out to get you? No, there is people that are there to protect you and to love you and to make you feel safe. It's okay to open up and be vulnerable to those that you finally can trust. And that's okay that you stand up for yourself. That's okay, it's a strong trait to have and it's okay that you're you. Enneagram nines. somewhere along the way you were told it's not okay to assert yourself. Don't ask for things because you will not get it. You must make things easy on people. People will not love you if you argue. Taking care of yourself is selfish and numbing from your feelings of conflict. Somewhere along the way, you were told these things. You were told that you needed to shrink and to be small, that your opinion was not as valid as other people. I want you to think as though you were talking to a small child again and... Would you want a child not to ask for things because they're never going to get it? No. This is where you are going to sit with that and go, I am okay asking for things. I'm okay trusting things. I'm okay arguing something if it is important to me and I need to stand up for myself. Guess what? People will love you if you still stand up for yourself. No one is going to run away and be like, I'm never going to talk to you again. And if they do, they're not. People you want on your side. It's okay that you can assert yourself and be yourself through all situations. I hope this episode was really healing and helpful for you. Again, go on my Instagram, the.enneagram.mom. And I'd love to hear some of your own personal wounded messages. I know those are a struggle sometimes. And if you want to share them with me anonymously um, um, through my Instagram, like sending me a message, please do. Um, I just believe the more that we are more self-aware, the more we can heal the more we can grow. And also knowing these messages as we are passing on messages to our children. And I know there are things I never said to my children, especially thinking that my um, three-year-old might be an Enneagram nine. I've never told him like, you're not allowed to ask for things. You need to numb to not feel things. I've never said these things to him, but they start to pick up messages from a very young age. And so I want us to be more aware, not only of ourselves, but as we are parenting our children, what messages are coming to them. And also, as we move on to relationships in the month of February, being aware of your spouse's wounded messages, the things that he is struggling with, and the things that he doesn't understand about himself. I want you to really be assessing these things so you can make sure that whatever wounds your own spouse is trying to heal from, that you are giving them the safety or the security or the position to feel like they can be vulnerable with you. And you can do that all through the Enneagram. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I freaking love it when you guys share the episodes. Um, So please screenshot it and share on your Instagram stories. share with a friend that might need it, or I will have all the different wounded messages for each Enneagram type up in my um, Instagram. So please share those. It means the world to me. And also, if you could go give a rating and review to this podcast, all the things, we just do all the things. I'd appreciate it. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day. On the next episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about understanding your spouse's Enneagram.